Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. It's a relatively mild but windy Wednesday Super morning. Windy. Very windy. Very windy. land. Yeah. I thought something was wrong with my car because I couldn't keep it straight oh, on the highway. It's The winds are a-blowing. Yeah, especially if you're in the open areas. We're not talking Winnie the Pooh blustery. We're talking windy. <laughs> windy, windy. So do be windy, careful windy. out there. Hey, good morning to you. We're already off to a good start as we've been talking about revival. Uh, just, just talked to Carl just a couple minutes ago. He is in Wilmore, Kentucky at Asbury University. Yeah. Carl, are you with us? I want to see if we've got your connection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am with you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Um, just around the corner here. Try, just trying to set my levels here. Thanks for bringing me in, guys. Yeah. I to delay this hey, turn yourself up a little louder, Carl. Okay, trying that there. Is that a little bit better? Yep, that's that a lot better. Great. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, here we are. Asbury University. It's been an incredible last night. Um, just there is something really cool going on here, guys. There's genuine revival. I mean... My goodness, I'm running into friends from Alaska Wow! down here. Oh, so wow. cool. So this is pretty amazing. There's people from all over the world for sure. And God is on the move. And uh, just, I am just around the corner and down the stairs from the auditorium. I think you can hear a keyboard going yes, in the background. Yes, beautiful. Can, but there's yeah. a few hundred folks in there right now. I would, I would give it a few hundred because the seat's 1,500. might be 200 folks in there. But they're scattered all throughout the auditorium. And there's one guy... <laughs> Walking there this morning, he's not a young man, and he's on his knees before the Lord on concrete floor, hmm. hands lifted high. There's something really sweet going on. Let me try to describe it if I could. Can I, Can you give me a minute here? Yeah. yeah. Okay, do. so, you know, when the Apostle Paul in Ephesians tells us to speak to another, one another with songs, hymns, and spiritual songs, there is no hurriedness in this thing. Last night we heard a message that was just no fanfare. Um, great Bible teaching, man, on the, um, the power of prayer and the belief in the yearning for God to work through prayer. And it was, um, it was an amazing challenge. I mean, it was just absolutely, and it was, it was just anointed. And when we got done, he just asked a question. He says, listen, who here wants to travail in prayer and is willing to believe God for things and yearning still. Sorry for these doors. Oh, this no. is just the That's noise. Okay. Of, it's fine. This is the noise of revival, guys. Yeah. That's yeah. what this is. Uh, but it was it was just a sweet thing. Here's what's really most powerful about this. This is a revival without the. Uh, how do I say it? What's the word you used two days ago? Young Thunder. It's, it's without re- the spectacle. It's revival without the spectacle. Mm, okay. And it is powerful. Yeah. It's powerful, guys. I'm telling you right now. This Car- is, there's no, there's no PowerPoint on stage. Mm. There's no, last night the worship team wasn't the worship team. Now they're grabbing kids that know how to play piano and maybe <laughs> strum a few keys oh, on, yeah. a, on a guitar. That's awesome. And these kids are up there just leading worship and just mind blowing. We had yeah. a guy get up last night. And I've been in and out because we've been setting everything up. But we had a guy get up last night, and um, he was just sharing his testimony about how God has just been meeting him. I think he's an immigrant, and he's coming to school here. Is that right, Ajit? I got my right-hand man with me here, cueing me. (laughs) Um, And he just talked about how he was struggling for money. And uh, that 
God has been proven faithful. And he wasn't asking for money, but he was praising the Lord for what God had done. Well, guess what? People start running to the stage with cash. Wow. And, the, and they start flooding the guy with cash. Wow. And uh, it wasn't crazy. It was super reasonable. But there's 40, 50, 60 people up there cramming serious cash in his pockets. And he begins to just weep. And then, then there's another movement of God moving. And uh, confession of sin. Um, you know, the communications, uh, really sweet young lady that I'm working with here, Abby, she's going to be on the radio here a little bit later. But, you know, I, you would think she's kind of going through her job. Well, we're halfway down the side of the aisle and it's kind of getting, uh, getting up near the front. It's hard to even get up there. And she says, let's just wait here a second. She's texting some folks. And then I look over, and she's crying, sobbing. This is day seven. She's been here the whole time. And she's like, it's just a sweet thing to be a part of. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm, that's awesome. So, yeah, I don't know who's uh, on the keys right now. It's beautiful, though. They might have just pulled someone off the street. We don't know what's going on up there. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, we're at Asbury University Boom Crew, and this is what I want you to pray. This is what I want you to pray today, that, that God would not only sustain, but protect and then expand, that this thing would have ripple effects around the country. Um, I'm asking that you would pray that God would visit us in a revival in Chicagoland, and that our worship services would be changed. You know, there's something incredibly powerful about unscripted um, praise and worship where you're singing back and forth to one another. Yeah. Songs, hymns, and spiritual songs. It's pretty cool. Wow. So listen, I know we're doing radio here and we got to stick with some of the stop and start, but I'll duck out for right now. But okay. could I pray? Yes, please, please do. Father, thank you that you are on the move here at Asbury. Thank you that you're on the work in hearts. My heart hearts of so many sweet people here. Father, it's good to see people from Alaska that have come here. It's good to see people from around the globe. But Lord, bring the people you want here here and allow us all to take back what you want us to take back. Lord, I pray across Chicago and right now that the Boom Crew would be captured by your spirit to be holding this revival up in prayer. And we thank you praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Carl is broadcasting live from Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky. We're going to be checking in with him throughout the morning. Call a friend. You're going to want to hear what's going on there. Boom Crew. Celebrate what God is doing in you. This is Carl and Crew Mornings. Got a couple exciting things happening this morning. Carl is broadcasting live from Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky, where a revival is happening, where the Holy Spirit fell in a, the chapel meeting of students one week ago today, and it has not stopped. It's been going on for an entire week. So you're going to be hearing live updates from Carl this morning. I also want to bring in a friend of ours, a new friend of the program, Bill Elif. He draws from 50 years of pastoring and revival ministry. He had an opportunity uh, to visit the university as well, shared some of his thoughts in a blog that we've been handing out. Uh, Bill, I want to welcome you in. I'm going to let you talk directly to Carl. I'm kind of playing middleman here. I'm in the studio in Chicago. 
Chicago. Uh, Bill, you are in Arkansas, and Carl's in Kentucky. Right. So we're just we're just gonna have a three way call. But Carl, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna yeah. let you kick it off and talk to Bill. Yeah, Bill, it's, it's interesting. Um, and Boom Crew, as you're listening all across Chicago, and I want you praying and asking God to continue this move of the Spirit here. And, you know, the move of the Spirit is an interesting thing because in John 3, we find this, Boom Crew, that Jesus said that there is a bit of a mystery about where the Holy Spirit blows the pneuma and where he will sit. But there's no mystery here in Asbury. And uh, mm-hmm. what's really sweet about what's happening here, Boom Crew, is you hear some worshipers in the background many of whom are not on a worship team. They're just grabbing people that have a bit of a gift with some musical instruments and a heart for the Lord. But, Bill, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued with this. I'm with a right-hand man down here from our church, and he said, you know, this is Ephesians. This is Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. There's nothing fancy, but it's powerful, right. and it's substantive. Right, brother? Absolutely. And, you know, that's I think that's the refreshing beauty of it. Uh, it's, it's not, I don't think, that God can't use our preparation and all that at, at certain times. But there's something so refreshing about the simplicity of revived people with all of their attention focused on God. Yeah. It's not focused on anything else except God. And I, th- I think that's what you're seeing at Asbury. And, and frankly, now we're hearing reports all around the country of multiple campuses uh, that are uh, little outbreaks are happening and even churches where things are happening this past week. Uh, so uh, it's it's right in front of us, you know. And and I've been thinking, Carl, this morning, uh, just reading in, in uh, 1 Corinthians about Paul uh, in Corinth, and he left the the ordinary confines of the synagogue and the church kind of shook the dust off because they wouldn't respond and went to the Gentiles. It became multi-ethnic all of a sudden. And God came to him and said, Paul, don't be afraid. You know, keep on, go on. And I think when revival hits, people are going to be fearful because it's going to push them beyond their normal routines and we've got to decide, are we going to cooperate aggressively or not? You know, I'm intrigued with something. I, I often say, I quote the Andrew Murray statement, um, and I love it. Humility is the one virtue that gives birth to every other virtue. I, mm-hmm. th- a humility must be at the center of this, Bill. I'm thinking about the ability of a person listening right now to break from oftentimes routine, almost uh, builds a certain comfort in, but mm-hmm. what will happen if Sunday we have a little longer worship set or we invite people down to an altar to confess sin? It seems mm-hmm. we need we need humility here, don't we, brother? Well, absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, one night uh, the, the one of the primary men of at Asbury who's speaking every night, preaching every night. He said, you know, the old game where you're kids and you put your hand over another guy's hand and then you go up and up and up and up. He said, that's not revival. He said, revival is we put our hands below somebody and then another hand below, then another hand below. In other words, we want to go lower and lower and lower and lower. So Jesus can be exalted higher and higher and higher. And that's the key. You know, Jesus said... 
The way you enter the kingdom and the way you experience the kingdom, Matthew 5, is when you recognize your utter spiritual poverty and you bow in meekness. You know, G. Campbell Morgan said that means the willingness to be governed by another. And so you say, Lord, I, I need you to govern me. Yeah, it's a sweet thing, Allie. I got to tell you, this is—we uh, don't normally do radio this way. I mean, we got we got three of us talking in three different locations around the United States, but yeah. you know that's representative of what the Spirit of God does. Mm-hmm. He is on the move around the globe. He's ministering to people that are being persecuted with butts of rifles slammed into their fingers in the underground church all around the world right now, and to us. And it's, I think the one thing that's interesting here, Allie and Bill, is that, you know, we think, uh uh-oh, revival's going to bring this solemn somberness. Actually, it brings deep waves of joy, not Mm -hmm. fun, but joy that Mm -hmm. is really healthy. And you know what? The Mm -hmm. pressure's off. There's no one here kind of, well, I hope I'm looking okay today. That's out mm-hmm. the window here. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a spiritual health that, by the way, the world is yearning for. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, you know, Jonathan Edwards said, our task is to give the world a right opinion of God. <laughs> Isn't that a great statement? Yeah, it's a great statement. And so suddenly at Asbury, what's happening is, it's that that is a place right now where there's none of this self-seeking uh self-promoting christianity no nationalism no nationalism no self-right it's just pure and undefiled devotion to jesus christ and that's when the world looks and and then people being set free just delivered i mean you, the stories of what's happening. It's amazing. When you hear the testimony, are absolutely amazing. Well, that's that's when the world sits up and says, oh, my goodness, is that Christianity? Is that what God is? Well, I want, I need that. I want that. And when Christ is lifted up, he draws all men unto him. Yeah, it's amazing beautiful and beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, Bill. Well, Allie. Pretty cool morning here. Man, it's been a great morning. We're going to have to take a quick pause on our conversation here, but uh, Bill set up something perfectly. I mean, we have this hunger and yearning to see more of God. It's going to take a break from our routine. It's going to take expecting something different from what we've seen in the past. What does that look like? What does personal revival look like for you and for me? More with Bill Elif and Carl live from Asbury University coming up. Going from believers of Jesus to followers of Jesus. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Special morning here as we've been following along with this revival that's broken out at Asbury University in Kentucky. Carl's going to be checking in live from there. He's got a little studio set up near the auditorium. He's going to be checking in throughout the morning. Bill Elif joining us as well. 50 plus years of pastoring in revival ministry. He is a part of a really cool movement called One Cry. I want to talk about personal revival, uh, Pastor it starts with us, right? I mean, it's it's one thing to want to go to Kentucky to experience what's happening in that room, but we can get in a room alone with God right now and begin to experience revival. Talk about the revival journey. You lay it out pretty well on this website. Well, I'm just writing another blog as we speak 
about that very thing because I, I think revival has broken out in Asbury's, breaking out in other college campuses and churches. But what I'm saying to people, get ready. It's coming to you. Mm. This is God. God is going to show up in your church. God is going to show up in your city. He's already there, but he's going to manifest himself, I believe, if this goes on the trajectory that many of our great awakenings have gone. And so I've got to make a decision. Am I going to cooperate with the activity of God, or am I going to resist it? Am I going to walk away in fear? And I was thinking this morning, Allie, about Evan Roberts, the 26-year-old college student, that God took him every night for two to three hours, just giving him a vision that 100,000 people would be saved in Wales and a message. And he went home to his home church in Longor, Wales, and he said to the pastor, I, I, I have something I have to say. Here were the four points that became really the four points of the Welsh revival. Confess all known sin. Secondly, lay aside every doubtful habit. Obey the Spirit promptly and confess Christ openly. And that, that word to those Welsh Christians in that one church began to spread across Wales, and, and it exploded, and 100,000 people came to faith in Christ in nine months. So what you see in Asbury is students who are being called by God to repent, to admit their sin and their need. Pride is an unwillingness to admit my sin and acknowledge my need. And humility is exactly the opposite. It's when I, when I quit trying to cover and hide and explain things away and blame other people, and I just get before the Lord and say, God, search me, try me, show me what's in my heart. And, and then we are willing to agree with God. That's what confess means. We agree with God and say, Lord, what do, you, what do you have for me? What do you want? And we are willing to follow his promptings and his lead. He will take us into extraordinary revival and spiritual awakening, if we'll let him. Wow. J.I. Packer said this, Revival is the visitation of God, which brings to life Christians who have been sleeping and restores a deep sense of God's near presence and holiness. Have we been sleeping? Has the church been sleeping, Bill? What do you see? Oh, absolutely. I mean, 85% of the churches in America are plateaued or dying. We, we, we are going backwards in terms of population and I could prove this if we had time, a thousand churches a month. We should be we should be starting a thousand churches a month just to stay up with population. Well we're we're digressing in such a right and they're wonderful churches, but all of the work of wonderful churches is not stopping the moral and spiritual decline in our nation. The only thing that will turn the that around is a is an intervention by God. And this is why it is a needed movement. God understands this, and that's why God has always cyclically brought revival, is because he knows that we fall away and we need something that we can't produce, and that is his divine invasion that accelerates the work of God and revives his church that he loves. 
Bill Ellef with us this morning. This is rich. Bill, do you have a couple more minutes to hang hang on with us, or do we, do we need sure. to let you go? Sure do. Okay. Good. Bill's got a couple more minutes. we got to take a quick pause, get some news, traffic, weather, and sports, get you updated as you're moving through your morning. But we are talking revival this morning here on Carlin Crew Mornings. Walking with Christ, one step at a time. We're Carlin Crew Mornings. It's been a real sweet morning here. I want to get right back to our conversation with uh, Bill Elif, who's been gracious enough to hang on with us this morning. 50 plus years of pastoring revival ministry. Carl, are you uh, back with us as well? Carl's broadcasting live from Asbury University. So what yes. A, okay. So if, you, if you've been hearing what Bill's been sharing, I want to bring you in. You're both pastors. Want Carl, I'll start with you and then we'll go to Bill. I want you to speak to the person who's only got a couple minutes here, but they're listening They're They want this, this revival, this personal revival. What do you say, Carl? What do you say you do this morning if this is the cry of your heart? You know, I was in Green Bay, Wisconsin, doing a family life marriage conference once. And um, I had a big old farmer boy walk up to me that he he must have been 75 years old. He walked up to me, and he's got tears flowing down his face. The precious bride standing there. And he looked at me, and he said, I've been a crappy husband my whole life long. I've been a horrible granddad. We came here ready to split the sheets because there was no life in our marriage. And he just began to weep, and he said, Today I'm a broken, humbled man, and I want to go God's way. I don't want to be too simplistic here, Bill and Allie, but it's, it's the, brokenness is the common language of revival. And mm-hmm. we all got to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, the words of the old revivalist, Gypsy Smith, that many of us know, he said, you yeah, want revival? Yeah. <laughs> draw, draw a circle. Get inside the circle and say, God in revival and let it begin in this circle and then with absolute uh, abandonment follow God's prompting if he, if he prompts you if he brings to mind sin then repent ask his forgiveness if he prompts you to go clear your conscience with somebody that you've hurt or Go be reconciled to a brother. This is Matthew 5. Leave, the off, leave your stuff at the offering. Go be reconciled to your brother. If he prompts you to stay up all night in prayer, stay up all night in prayer. If, and, and for pastors and leaders this Sunday, if he prompts you to say, hey, we're going to report on what God is doing, and then we're going to on our knees and cry out to God, then do it. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. Just yeah. obey don't quench the spirit, but obey the promptings of God. But always remember, and particularly for us pastors, it starts with us. Yeah, that's right. It, it, it starts personally. Yeah. And the revival in Asbury, God is waiting to be the revival in Little Rock in Chicago and in, in North Dakota, wherever you are. God can bring it there because he is the great reviver. Carl, you got a final thought here before we yeah, close I mean, this just, little segment? Amen, and let it be. I think um, it's, it's just a sweet thing. You know, it's, there's something incredibly unifying about a spirit of need for God. 
It's, mm-hmm. There is no Jew, no Greek, no slave, no free, no man, no woman. It's the thing that united the church in Antioch, and it's the thing that can unite us today. You want to fix mm-hmm. our social ills? Let's get a revival in the church. Mm-hmm. We'll see something get fixed in this country that wow. no, no amount of money can change. That's the truth. Amen. Right, Bill? Absolutely. Absolutely. When, when you, you cannot organize unity, but you get in the presence of God and humble yourself with other people, it will unify you instantly in his presence. Every race, tongue, tribe, people, nation. You know why? Because heaven comes down and, and his kingdom comes and his will is done on earth, just like we see in heaven. And that's what revival is. It's, it's God, it's heaven coming down. Bill Elif, our guest this morning, he, I want to get you a, a key word. He, you mentioned, Bill, you're working on a blog for this morning, so I'm going to just send folks to your, to your website okay. and they can get the updates as you post it. Just text the word REVIVAL to 312-274-9624. REVIVAL to 312-274-9624. Carl, we're going to play a quick song here, Sounds but good. we're going to check back in with Carl throughout the morning as he continues to report live from Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky. God is on the move. Got to go into work? Don't worry. Check out the Carl and Crew Showcast wherever you like to stream. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Going to get a reset here. Uh, Carl is not in studio this morning, but he is live in Kentucky, where he uh, got in a vehicle yesterday and headed to Asbury University. I think it was about a seven or eight hour drive. Uh, Carl, kind of reset here. Why did you decide to jump in a vehicle and head down there and check out what's happening? No, oh, I couldn't not. <laughs> I had to get down here. You know, I I think. Um, Let me tell you an advantage of being 62 and having been broken a couple of times and having my cup bumped and having God to deal with things in my life that he wanted to clean up. Not saying I've arrived by any stretch. All you got to do is work with me a week and you'll find out that's true. But the fact is, I genuinely delight in seeing God get glory and seeing him use these kids down here is one of the most amazing things going you know, and we're going to have Abby on here a little bit later. She's the head of communications for Asbury University. She's just a ball of fire young lady. And she's from upstate New York. Didn't know a week ago. She had no clue her job was turning into this. She was laughing with me last night. She said, it's just me and my husband, my 10-year-old and 8-year-old, and we're just working at Asbury, and he's got a photography business, and whamma. <laughs> I mean, she is navigating networks that are trying to get in here. World news, Um, people around the globe are trying to figure out what's going on here. And I think the thing that is, um, I'm just going to go stream of the spirit as it lays it on me here. But I think the thing that is so sweet about what's happening here at Asbury University is that, and right now in the background, you hear it a little bit quieter right now. It's probably a, a testimony, somebody getting up and confessing something. Um, somebody rejoicing over a breakthrough. But there is a a sweet spirit moving here that is, um, it's undeniable. And, and I love the fact that God often chooses a youth movement 
that are broken. Because oftentimes we look at youth as unguided, unruly. Sure. And we got to get them in line, don't you know? <laughs> and uh, but God says, no. When I when I when I break a student, and they humble themselves under God's mighty hand, they become a true north. They become a compass setting for even those that have been in Christ for a lot of years. And I know we have a lot of people listening right now across Chicagoland who have been in Christ for a lot of years. And maybe you've prayed and you've travailed in prayer was from a message last night. Don't forget Finney. Uh, He was a great revivalist speaker in Europe. And uh, he was speaking one day and he he stopped in the middle of his uh, message and he said, I can speak no more today. And uh, they said, why, Finney? And he said, I've. I have six children, and none of them are followers of Jesus Christ. And he, and he fell to his knees, and he began to just pray. And uh, those folks around him prayed with him. In travailing in prayer, let me give you an encouraging word right now. You're listening right now, and there's something that you've prayed for, someone you've prayed for. And see, real revival will break out in love not for your life, but for the life of another. And that will in turn then help your life. Uh, Finney fell to his knees in prayer and travailed in prayer and got up and walked off the stage. Finney saw all six, excuse me, Finney's all six of his children surrendered their life to Jesus. But none of them until after he was in glory with God. And the question that was put to us last night that is so profound is, are you willing to travail in prayer knowing that God may answer that prayer after you're gone? And that's really a question that we've all got to grapple with, but it's a great, it's a question of great hope. You know what I mean, Allie? Yeah. Because um, could you, will you travail in prayer for your community, for your church to come alive, even if you don't see it? But God may have graced us in this moment to let us see something in our lives and in the lives of others. And it's a, it's a great source of encouragement. Oh, boy. Wow. Carl broadcasting live this morning from Asbury University in Kentucky. If you are just waking up and going, what in the world? Let me give you some context real quick. Asbury University is a small Christian college. A week ago, they uh, came together for a chapel service. Moody does the same thing. Students meet for chapel. You did this when you were a student, right? Every day, 10 to 11. (laughs) A chapel service, an ordinary Wednesday Then a couple students, I think 20 to 30, lingered a little bit longer after the service. And all of a sudden, it wasn't just 20 or 30. Hundreds had returned. And then hundreds turned to, I think, the 1,500-seat auditorium was full. And this has gone on now in a full week of just prayer and worship and confession. And you may wonder, as my kids did, how are they eating? How are they sleeping? I think some people are coming and going. There's some practical questions. Go ahead. Uh, let me tell you how. When I drove onto this campus, the first thing we saw is we're out on the main road and we're trying to figure out where are we going to go. And I've got, I'm on the phone with Abby and, and she's like, do you see the big crescent drive? And I'm like, no, 
I don't see anything. I see people everywhere. But the first, I looked to my left, and I couldn't believe it. Here's this woman standing out there with her children with a big sign and a big tent behind her, and she's got free food. Oh, wow. <laughs> free food. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm like, they're, they're handing out food because some people need to eat. And yes. It's, and, and then you walk inside, and there's waters everywhere. And it's just, uh, it's just, a, it's just really a beautiful thing. And I want, I want to encourage you with something. You're gonna still be the good parts of you. If you're a crazy type A, you'll be a crazy type A. You'll just be humble and broken, and more used than ever before. And it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to be continuing to check in with Carl throughout the morning as he's broadcasting live there. If you got a thought or a question you want me to throw his way, just text me 312-274-9624. Whether it's number one or 100, take that step with Jesus today. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. And there was a definition we talked about yesterday. To revive something means to bring back to life something that is already there. And spiritual awakening is for those who don't yet know the Lord. As we're talking revival this morning, great question came in by text message. Carl, I'm going to throw this one your way. Carl's live from Asbury University this morning where revival has broken out. Uh, someone's asking, are non-believers coming and getting saved? Or is this gathering more believers worshiping God together? Oh, that's a good question. I would say the answer is yes to both. Okay, um, that's good. And it's probably indistinguishable. I'm looking at the book of Acts this morning, and I noticed that if you look at, at Peter and John, so they, the, the, the masses saw that they were, and even the Pharisees saw that they were uneducated and common men, and they were astonished. They recognized that they had been with Jesus. Yeah. And then many were added to their number. I think there's an indistinguishableness about who's getting broken here. Is it those that are in Christ that are getting freshly broken or those that have never been in Christ that are getting broken and then being found? And um, there have been testimonies of people giving their lives to Jesus for the first time. Some students never fully surrendered to Christ. And we know that that's possible. We talk about that a lot on the morning show. So I think the answer is both. Mm -hmm. But what's amazing is is that there is there's a unique unity that is born of the spirit through brokenness that is almost makes it indistinguishable because everybody is uniquely humbled together wow. and it's just a sweet thing wow I don't know if that makes sense. I think it does. No, I, I, I definitely think it it makes sense. Now, where are you located in the building? Describe that a little bit for us. Okay, I'm I'm down here in a, a room that's just. If if you walk out from where I am, you take a left, you walk about 20 paces, and then you go up a, a little staircase, and boom, you're at the back of the auditorium. So, yeah, it's. I'll just uh, give you a little taste of what God's doing. Uh, right now, you've got someone, um, probably a student, keyboards and there's, uh, they're just bringing up different worship leaders and people from the campus to facilitate a uh, time of worship here, and they'll have um, a message given. 
and they'll have uh, time for testimonies. Uh, very well led, a lot of great order, but a lot of great spiritual power at the same time. Mm. Wow. It's beautiful. You're just waking up with us. Carl's been broadcasting throughout the morning live from Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky, where just a, a sweet move of God there for, for a full week now. It started last Wednesday in a chapel service. I think it started at 10 a.m., and it's been ongoing ever since this sense of people wanting to stay and press in and get more of God. There's confession of sin. There's repentance. There's crying out to God. There's worship. There's prayer. All the things we see in Scripture, that's the cool thing. So this is, there's, yeah. not, there's nothing new about this. It's just a fresh thing that God is doing. But God's been doing this, man, this is the book of Acts, right? Yeah. <laughs> people yeah. praying together, people believing God for more. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. It's a windy Wednesday in the Windy City. Very. And certainly Seriously is. windy. Goodness. Be careful as you're driving mm-hmm. out this morning. Hey, good morning to you. We've been talking revival here on Carl and Crew Mornings. This is kind of a unique morning. Not every show <laughs> certainly sounds like this. <laughs> uh, our team, we've got Super Die, Young Thunder, and myself in our downtown yes. Chicago studio. But Carl jumped in his car yesterday and drove <laughs> seven, eight hours south to Wilmore, yeah, Kentucky. Yeah which is where we join him this morning at Asbury University, right outside of Hughes Auditorium, where a prayer meeting, a chapel service, has been going on now for an entire week. Carl, have you ever been in a service that lasted a week? No. (laughs) I never have. (laughs) Welcome to your first time. So here here are my kids. Here's what my kids have been asking. They they have a sense because they've been in a lot of services. It's like, so is this just a like a long church service where you it it never stops? How how would you explain it to somebody who's really curious? Like, so this is just like one long church service. That sounds strange. Yeah, I, I think the uniqueness here is that there is a. You know, I. I, I had it said um, to me by Jinan's grandpa a um, number of years ago that he, he uh, I, Grandpa Neil passed away when he was 101, and he was he was 16 years old when the Scottish revivals began, and he was in an auditorium at 16 when Jacques Troup was preaching the gospel, and the Holy Spirit fell, and some of us wonder, oh my. Goodness, do I even want to be in a room when the Holy Spirit falls? Yeah. And that's an honest, that's a fair assessment. I think there might even be some that are uh, maybe even a little bit afraid, like, whoa, uh, what will that expose in me mm-hmm. if the Holy Spirit really fell in a, in a service? But there is something incredibly um, comforting about the Holy Spirit. Oh, by the way, Jesus said he's the comforter. And so a lot of people, I would imagine, might have a little bit of fear wondering what would happen. But there is a it's it's an elongated service. But there is a distinct presence of the spirit of God that you might experience in a song or two or from a phrase or two or maybe a moment in a service. But it just continues on. And that's the best way to describe it. It just continues on. So I would say that there is 
a distinct sense that the Holy Spirit is on the move that, you know, it's funny, the winds are blowing there. Well, the Holy Spirit is the pneuma, the wind, and winds are blowing here this morning. I'm looking out through a window here in the lower level of this auditorium, and I see just wind just whipping trees around right now. And I'm looking too, and there's people now flocking even more to the auditorium to come and and worship. And they're coming from all over the world. They're mm-hmm. coming from all over the world, and it is it is amazing to see. And they're they've opened up other chapels here on campus, and then they've got a big screen because last night when we drove in. You know, thankfully, we were able to get in a, a side door with some help from their communications director here, Abby. You're going to hear from her before too long. But, you know, there were 400 people in line um, waiting hours to get inside. And people would get up and leave, go get some food, and they'd let in another 40, 50. And another raft of people leave, and they'd bring in more. And everybody's accommodating um, there were moments last night when there were, the the question was asked: Do you have you have you lost your ability to travail in prayer to lean into the Lord? Have you has the wind gone out of your sails and you want it to be restored? And if that's you, just lift up a hand. And all over the auditorium, hands went up, and then others that were around them just extended hands toward them and prayed and. It it's just a it's just a really, really powerful thing to behold. Wow. Carl's broadcasting live from Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky. We're going to continue to get live updates from him throughout the morning. If you have a question you want to throw our way, go ahead, just text it in. We'll try to get to as many as possible. Just text us 312-274-9624. We'll take your questions. 312-274-9624. Get more from your morning show. Check us out on social media. Just search Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. And sweet morning here, Carl and Crew. Let me read you this quote from J.I. Packer. Revival is the visitation of God, which brings to life Christians who have been sleeping and restores a deep sense of God's near presence and holiness. Is that what you're experiencing, Carl, as you're live at Asbury University? Are you experiencing a sense of God's near presence and holiness? Yeah, there's no question about it, Ellie. This is this has just been tremendous. It, it's exceeded what I even imagined God was doing here. I mean, God is on the move. The Spirit of God is on the move. There's a breeze outside. I know it's blowing like crazy in Chicagoland, but what what a great metaphor for what Jesus said in John 3. The Spirit of God is going to blow. We don't know where it's going to set, but boy, it is setting here at Asbury. So, yeah, it's incredible. I've got a great guest with me here, Allie. We ready to rumble, sister? Ready to go. Okay, Mark Whitworth, the great guy. I've gotten to know him just a few minutes here. Vice President of Intercollegiate Activities, uh, Athletics here, but also Communication, VP of Communication. And what a week here, my man. It's been amazing. Uh, And and one of the things that I've said to people is uh, last Wednesday, couldn't have been a more typical, normal, you know, kind of gray, cloudy winter day. There, there was just no indication that it was anything out of the ordinary. And, you know, it started with a routine uh, chapel. We have chapel on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 
and our students gather. Our campus really stops from 10 to 10.50. And I got the word that I had a meeting that morning, so I wasn't even in chapel on, on last Wednesday. And I got the word that several students had, had just stayed to linger and worship and pray. And I heard that about lunchtime. And then I was walking into another 2 o'clock meeting, and a colleague of mine texted me and says, you've got to get down here. You want to experience this. Trust me. And so I rushed that meeting. Thankfully, I, I could do that. And I walked in Hughes Auditorium, and what I saw was probably 200, maybe 300 students. Uh, there was worship going on. They were, they were kind of huddling uh, in groups. Some were just standing there worshiping. And I, I immediately just kind of looked across the room to see who I knew and just kind of moved that way. And I asked one student who I know, and I said, tell me what's going on. And he said, I've never seen anything like this, Mark. He said, I'm not really sure. I said, well, how are you, how are you processing this? And he said, you know, I don't really know what I truly believe, but I want to know God. And, and to me personally, I mean, I'm a guy that's got a rich, deep, deep history with this university. And it, it was God's way of whispering to me. I just wanted to give you a heads up about what's going on. For three days, you were here really shepherding students. And your role has shifted here in the last few days. What's God doing? It, it really has. Uh, and what a what a just an amazing privilege to to just come alongside people and, and, and pray and, and share burdens and People have come up to me, students have, every day for the last week, somebody, some student has said, how can I pray for you? Let's pray right now. And so there's a very, very personal aspect of this where the Lord's even it prompted me and softened my heart and called me to a deeper walk with him. And then, you know, those of us who are, are charged with being, you know, administrators at an institution, I mean, we have our, our, our responsibilities and our, and, our, and our, you know, things that we have to support and manage. And so I have kind of shifted now into trying to help really uh, respond to the, the outpouring of media inquiries and requests that we have received. And so I actually this morning when I walked in onto campus and I walked in Hughes Auditorium, and I made a point that I would walk through the chapel, and there are probably 150 people in there right now, just soft music and just a lot of prayer, and a few people just having, you know, I'm sure very deep and meaningful conversations. But as you said, I mean, the, the Spirit of the Lord is here, and we are so grateful and so humble for that. And, you know, people have asked me, you know, how do you manage this? I said, wait a minute, that's not the word. I mean, there are a couple of themes that have that have come to me, and, and one is that we need to hold this very, very gently. And and I've talked to our president, Dr. Kevin Brown, and, and, and I said, Dr. Brown, we do need to hold this very gently. And he he said, Absolutely we do. Um, and the beautiful other thing that another theme is that this really originated 
with our students. They were the forerunners in this. And I'm so glad that I got a chance to walk in last Wednesday early in this. And it was it was students. That's that's who God chose to really move in. And now when I came in here last night, Mark, Mark Whitworth here, VP of Intercollegiate Athletics and communication here at Asbury University. A little heavier on the communication now than athletics, but when I came in here last night, there's people from all over. I mean, I I, I was texted by a friend. Uh, he said, you've got some friends there from Alaska. And I got a text, and they said, yeah, we're 10 rows in on the left-hand side, and I look over, and there's friends from Alaska. There are people from converging here from all over the globe, but it's God's Spirit is in a powerful way, not only encouraging people from around the globe, but mobilizing them back out. Rumors are spreading around the nation and the globe of what God is doing here, and little fires we're hearing are springing up. That must encourage you. It, it is it's such a blessing and such an encouragement to us. I mean, obviously, those of us who work here have a, a deep, deep love and a heart for students and for this generation, quite frankly. And it, the last count I heard that, that we were able to track was that there have been students from 23 different universities that have been on our campus in the last, you know, six or seven days. And, you know, you talked about people from Alaska. I've heard, had someone tell me directly that I had some, that, that they had a friend from Hawaii that is here. Uh, there are people from a, a, a variety of, of even foreign countries now that are coming. And, you know, that, that is just amazing. I and mean, that cannot be manufactured. It really can. What do you anticipate? Lord, laying anything on your heart? Well, it's, it's been interesting, Carl. You know, Wednesday evening, uh, I serve on the president's cabinet, and so several of us um, kind of just kind of huddled. And it, what's happened is there is a, there's a core team of about six or seven of us that, that meet literally about every four hours, every to, four hours to say, okay, what are you seeing? What are you sensing? And those meetings are, are a lot of prayer. And it's been interesting. It's not just university staff. There are certainly the president and a couple of others of us of his cabinet. And then the gentleman that preached actually Wednesday morning a week ago is on that team. There's another uh, gentleman who's just so well-versed in these types of outpourings. And we see God's provision. We see his providence in how he has even assembled that group. I mean, if you looked back on each of our calendars on February 8th, you wouldn't have seen anything related to that chapel other than Zach who preached. Uh, and so just for, for God to, to orchestrate all that is, is, has been amazing. And we couldn't have, we, we couldn't have coordinated that. Yeah, and it's um, for those of you that are just tuning in, and Allie's back at the uh, the mothership. I am here at Asbury University, and right upstairs, uh, worship is happening, and confession is happening, and lives are being changed, and it is spreading. It's revival. It genuinely is a revival. 
uh, spoke with Bill Eliff, a um, great man of God who was visiting here last Saturday. And one of the things that he said is that, you know, we don't pray for awakening in the church. We pray for revival in the church and then awakening to the nations. And boy, that's a profound statement. Mark, I want to thank you for ducking in here for a few minutes. It's been a real joy, brother. And I got to tell you, Allie, this guy's the real deal. He's a man's man and a humble man. And it's so cool to see that God has put these kind of quality men and women um, really running point, but really not managing it. They're just uh, keeping in touch with the spirit and how the spirit of God is moving here in Asbury University. Yeah, that's so cool to hear how these leaders are shepherding this move of God is the word I keep seeing pop up that they're shepherding it, that these students are, there's seats in the front row that are reserved for them. Even as more and more people come in, this is started with the students. So making sure that they still have space, even as more and more people come to want to be a part of what God's doing there coming up, we will continue to check in live from Asbury university this morning. That's where Carl is in Wilmore, Kentucky, about 80 miles outside of Louisville where God is moving. New to the show? Stick around for a while. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. We've been broadcasting live from Asbury University. We sent Carl there. The rest of the team is here in studio in Chicago. Carl, I'm going to send it to you. You are in Wilmore, Kentucky, about 80 miles from Louisville at a small Christian college called Asbury University that's getting a lot of attention these days. Yeah, you aren't kidding, man. This has just been an amazing last evening and uh, had an opportunity. I've got Jit Christopher with me, my right-hand man at 180 Chicago. And this has just been an incredible experience, really humbling, powerful. It's been a sweet time. It's been a sweet time. And you know what? I'm going to bring in a guest here in just a moment. But I got to I gotta tell you, last night I heard a message that was just, mm, was just powerful. Let me just get capture it this way. There's someone listening right now who you feel like you're almost weary in prayer. It's like, yeah, where's, where's God? Uh, Maybe you need a breakthrough in your life in a big way or for someone that you love. And a story was told and I'd remembered hearing this years ago, but I had forgotten one small detail that's huge. But Finney was a phenomenal revivalist preacher and he got up in the pulpit one day I think this was in the UK somewhere. He got up in the pulpit and he said, listen, I, I, I can't preach today. He said, I've got, and they, they, somebody shouted out, what Finney? And he says, I've got six kids that none of them are following Jesus. And he fell to his knees in travailing prayer and he got down and he just sought the Lord. And he said, Lord, please move. And others then rallied with him. And you know, Sometimes we underestimate, does God hear our prayers? And he does. He loves the prayer of the humble and the contrite. He loves it, and he's on the move. And I don't know what you're travailing in prayer for. It's a great word, laboring in prayer for, but God hears your voice. And the story goes on that Finney, Finney's kids, all six of them surrendered to Jesus but they didn't until after Finney was gone. And what the speaker said last night that was so good, he said, are we willing to pray knowing that we may not even be here when our prayers are fully realized, but it's okay. Prayer for revival, prayer for wayward kids, prayer for someone that we love, prayer for breakthrough here, there, and everywhere. 
Might God give us a peek of it? Yeah, it could be. But even if he doesn't, God is on the move. And it's just a, it's just been a sweet theme here, Allie. Yeah. I've got I've got a really neat young lady here. You love her writing. Remember how you were bragging on this girl? Oh, is this is this Lexi, Lexi who's with you? I've oh, got fantastic! Lexi Presto with me right now, senior at Asbury, executive editor of the campus newspaper, the Asbury Collegian. And Lexi, how are you this morning? I'm doing very very well. <laughs> this is a this is a great day. So tell us something. What's what's God doing in your heart? You're, you told me before we went on air here, you said that there are students that are sharing genuine life change. This thing's really sweeping through the campus, isn't it? Yes, completely. I had a class yesterday, and we took the entire class. It was like an hour and 15 minutes of just processing and debriefing together. And a lot of us, like we were asked to like think of just a snapshot of what God has been doing either in our life or like just this experience, like if it was a snapshot. And one thing I've just noticed is like our God is a God of unity, you know? And, um, and I've really sensed that so much the past few days, like we've all been coming together, not only in prayer, which has been powerful and life changing for me personally, but then also just like grieving together and healing together and like reconciling and all of the above and worshiping. There's nothing more impactful, I think, than not only seeing your friends worship together, but then seeing strangers and like our mentors, our professors, like coming around them, laying their hands on them and just pouring out everything we have because we know that we can't do it on our own, but God can. Lexi. You are wise behind you, beyond your years here, <laughs> girl. And it's it's so cool to see you so vibrant. And I was just I was just bragging on Lexi to some of the brass around here that were just in the office here with us, Allie. And I gotta tell you, it's so cool to see a young lady like Lexi so gifted in journalism and so capturing what God's doing here. And then to see her heart for the Lord just one of the most heartwarming things going. She's sitting here blushing right now because I'm bragging <laughs> on her like crazy. But it's it's so cool. And for an old guy like me, let me tell you something, young one, God's using you. And it's <laughs> it's heartwarming. It really is. We're proud of you. Thank you. She's getting all choked up in here right now. So <laughs> it's uh it's pretty sweet. It's I it's it's even hard to get your mind around. You know, I've been a pastor a lot of years, Allie. And I've seen a few things, but this is a unique move of the Holy Spirit, and it is going to sweep the nation. There's going to be ripple effects. And here's what's really cool. I remember we were talking about this two days ago. If it were to supposedly stop today, the ripple effects would be felt for decades. Sure. This happened in the early 70s. This happened. We've seen uh, the Jesus people movement. Um, We've seen... We've seen uh, Urbana. It gave birth to missions and mission boards and church plants. And I am pumped to just imagine what God's going to do, even across Chicagoland. I'm a big believer in the power of God, Allie. And uh, we're seeing it right here. My goodness. Carl, you're doing great work there. What a what a privilege to get to be a, a part of this. We are, I want to keep mentioning that we are, we are, 
at the university, but we are a little distance away from the auditorium, obviously given some space for what's going on. And we're sitting off to the side at a safe distance, just kind of observing and reporting back. Is that an accurate description, Carl, of our, our kind of approach to covering this? It is. And, uh, you know, you've got a, you're probably hearing some worship in the background right now. We've got a bit of a mic up there, there, but it's it's just it's just people coming, people going, auditorium getting filled up, lines forming. Last night I got here, four hundred people waiting outside, so they popped up some big screens, and then they've got other chapels opened up around here. But people from all around the globe, people from all around the globe descending here, and then taking it home, as I will do yeah. as well. Carl, we got a a great question that came in by text message from a college student. They didn't say where they're they're from, but they said, I'm so excited about the spirit moving in Asbury. I want that so deeply for my college, too. I'm a student leader in training for our campus ministry, but I struggle with wanting to facilitate the environment of openness for revival. So what they're basically asking is, I want this at my campus, too, but I don't want to force it. I don't want to try to create something that God's not doing. What would be your advice to, obviously, to this student, but to anyone else who's wanting this but doesn't want to try to force or make something happen in their own strength? Phenomenal question. And I would say, let it begin with me. Um, Fall to your knees alone and uh, then maybe share with someone what the Lord does as a result of that. You know, I've been around long enough to have seen these week-long revivals. You know, Mm -hmm. you got a banner outside. It's like revival. Well, we can't schedule the Holy Spirit. Right. So, you know, but we can set an appointment with God where we fall on our knees and we just say, God, I I need you more than anything else. And if I've not been clear on that, let me be clear now and then begin to just journal out and cry out what what it is that you want to truly surrender to him, to that student, a college student. God hears your heart. He knows what you want. And he's on the move. Look where he's moving and join him. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.